What are the top three habits that almost all millionaires have? Three habits that could change your life and put you on the path to massive success. Find out now on this episode of the Unlock Success Podcast. This is the Unlock Success Podcast. We're helping entrepreneurs around the world dive deep into the keys you need to shatter excuses, believe in yourself, and help you achieve your highest goals. Here's your host, eight-figure entrepreneur and the living legend of internet marketing, Anthony Morrison. Hey, hey, everybody. Anthony Morrison here, and welcome to another episode of the Unlock Success Podcast. Today, what I want to go over with you is what I personally believe are the habits that can lead you to becoming a millionaire millionaire habits, right? Now, I know that's a bold claim, uh, but I truly believe there are habits that anyone can adopt that can just dramatically affect your net worth. And there's also research to back this up, by the way. In America today, there are about 11 million millionaires. Think about that. 11 million millionaires. And when you think about how big this country is, I mean, that's a lot of millionaires. But studies show that only 12% of these millionaires earned their net worth through generational wealth, meaning it was passed down to them. Think about that. That means there's close to 10 million people in this country that have earned a net worth, placing them in the top of the top 1%. Simply by taking action in their life, gearing their habits towards success, and focusing on their goal. And having researched this goal myself, having, you know, seen my brother get there and having many, many friends around the world and, you know, gosh, from all different walks of life, build a net worth that crossed the seven figure mark. There are definitely habits that I've seen across the board that just about every millionaire I know has. And I want to share those with you today because I truly believe they can make a difference in your life. So habit number one, millionaires are forever learners. Now, as soon as I say this, I already hear the critics saying, Anthony, we've heard all of this before. I know from every guru out there, I'm supposed to read tons of books. I'm supposed to read a book a day. And if I can't do that, I'm supposed to read summaries of a book every day and all this stuff. Well, here's something you may not have heard a millionaire guru say before. I don't care about books and I don't care about learning, right? What good is reading a book a day if you can't apply it? What good is... Is speed reading biographies of great leaders or entrepreneurs if you're not actually taking action in your life from those people. Now, obviously, I'm not saying books are bad. I've written books myself. What I'm saying is that I want you to value learning more than you value the way that you learn. Think about this. YouTube videos, podcasts, interviews, blog articles. Hell, even a conversation with someone smarter than you can be a world-class education. The point is, listen, millionaires strive to be continual learners, no matter what situation they're in. Even if that education has nothing to do with your business or investing or finances, the act of engaging your mind will grow you so much more than filling your time with social media and news clips and reality shows, right? So it's not really like the old school read a book, right? That's so important. It's consume the knowledge and consume it in the way that your brain and that your, you know, your personality really can digest it and act on it, right? Uh, for me, I'm not really a reader. Um, I, I learn a lot more when I sit down and I watch you know, videos, right? So like if I have somebody that's teaching me how to do something specific, I like to watch a video on it, not read a book. So 
we don't want to get caught into this, like, backed up into this corner where we always have to be told, read a book, read a book. Maybe watch a YouTube video or listen to a podcast. Whatever you can do to expand your knowledge in a way that helps you, like I said, to digest it, understand it, and act on it. Habit number two, millionaires spend less and invest more. I love this, this, this research behind delayed gratification, right? You might have heard of the marshmallow study, right? In this study, kids were brought into a room and they were told they can have one marshmallow now, or they can wait, they could resist the urge to eat the marshmallow, and as a reward, they'll be given another marshmallow. Well, you can most probably guess what the results were. Most of the kids ate the marshmallow, while just a few were able to delay their gratification and be rewarded in the end with more marshmallows. This is a perfect picture of what it looks like to invest your money rather than to spend it. On a larger scale, this looks wisely like like investing uh, in your tax returns, your stimulus stimulus check, or or money that's been inherited. Like invest this stuff, right? Like that's what we're talking about. Invest it, but on a smaller scale, this daily habit could look like this: maybe opting to not go out to eat, finding something on Netflix versus watching a movie that you have to pay for, making coffee at home versus seven dollar latte at Starbucks. Remember, it's not the big decisions that count as much as the small daily habits. Because that delayed gratification that leads to bigger rewards in the end is what you're really doing, right? Oh, and by the way, listen, the study that they did on those kids, they actually followed their journey. And the kids that resisted eating the marshmallows early in life, turns out they were more likely to make more strategic decisions as, as, as adults as well, which is pretty cool research, right? Again, just showing us that you've got to be able to delay the gratification. You don't have to just invest tons of money and get tons of results right now, right? Make those small investments every day, right? Of saving, right? Saving and investing. And over time, those add up and the delayed gratification is massive, right? Habit number three, millionaires improve their network. One of my favorite quotes is your network is your net worth. And you've heard that, right? You can combine this with another classic line. You are the sum of the five people that you surround yourself with. So what do these quotes really mean? They mean that you get to where you want in life if you surround yourself with the people who have arrived at the place that you want to be. Look, maybe it's possible to get in shape while having close friends that only eat McDonald's and watch TV in their spare time. Maybe that is possible. All I'm saying is it's a lot easier for you to be in shape by surrounding yourself with the people who care about their health. The same is true for your business. And the same is true for your net worth. Surrounding yourself with people who are, are always pushing towards their financial goals will influence the decisions that you make on a daily basis. Now, you might be thinking, Anthony, I don't know anybody who is where I want to be in my business or where I want to be financially. And I get that. When I was in uh, just getting started with medical school, uh, and I, I kind of had just started this whole online phase, I barely had friends who cared about being an entrepreneur, let alone looking for ways to make money online. But that's what was so great about the opportunities online. You were literally a few clicks away from getting into a Facebook group or a subreddit with hundreds or thousands of like-minded people. The problem is we take these groups for granted, right? Like we see them as comments on a website instead of actual people sitting at their computers looking to build their network. So my encouragement to you is reach out to people who have advice that you like. Ask them to hop on a Zoom chat with you and answer a few questions. 
And maybe if they want to do a book club or they want to talk about a podcast or maybe have you on a podcast, right? You may be surprised to find how many people are looking for the exact same type of interaction, right? Look, I could go on and on and on and give you 10 more of these uh, like that truly could impact your ability to be successful, right? By just changing habits. But I would so much rather you think through these three habits and take action on just one of them today because you'll be surprised at how simple these daily habits can add up to a complete and total life transformation. You know, uh, it's funny because people ask me all the time, you know, how I do what I do. You know, how, how do I surround myself with these successful people? And I always say, like, just seem normal to me. How do I avoid, you know, spending money on instant gratification and, and instead invest it for, you know, delayed gratification? And I feel like, you know, some people are innately born to think this way. And maybe it has a lot to do with our upbringing. My, my dad always taught me and told me to be an entrepreneur and, and, and just watching him and how he acted uh, in the things that he did, I think, influenced the way that I thought, right? But we're not all... You know, we don't all grow up with entrepreneur parents, right? And so that means that some of you listening, some of you watching right now might be 30 years old. You might be 40 years old. You might be 45, 50 years old. You might be 60 years old, you know? And you're still looking to kind of pave your own way, right? Create your own success. Be your own person. Be that entrepreneur that you kind of feel down here you want to be, but you just don't know how to act on it, Right? And I think that's why I feel like this Unlock Success podcast was uh, was something that I really wanted to do, was to be able to kind of shed some light on the things that you can do right now, the small decisions, the small changes that you can make in your life that can put you on a different path. I can't tell you how many times I've hung out with people, and by hang out I mean interact with, uh, with people that were worth a hundred million dollars, a billion dollars. And they were in completely different industries. I'll never forget. I wanted to buy a domain name at one point, watches.com. And I was interacting with this guy online trying to buy this domain. And usually I can win these, these, these interactions, you know, usually I'm, you know, pretty good at negotiation and I just wasn't winning. So finally I was like, Hey man, like, why don't we hop on the telephone? Talk about this. We hopped on the phone talk through it a little bit. And he said, look, I'll be in Las Vegas um, in a couple of weeks. I was going to be there. He said, let's have dinner. Let's talk about what we can do on this. I said, absolutely. Well, come to find out, uh, and I won't, I won't, you know, mention his name, um, but he, he's worth like billions with a B. He's on the Forbes richest list. Uh, he like invented technology that all the Toyota dealerships or all the Toyota manufacturing process uses um just ridiculously wealthy guy and even though he wasn't in the same industry as me you know he wasn't somebody that uh that was going to help me with a online course or anything i spent time like i took the time to add him to my network to constantly reach out to him to constantly talk to him because just seeing how he thinks and the process he goes through to make decisions is something I felt like I could learn from. And so what I encourage you to do is when you find successful people, 
It doesn't have to be successful people that are, are doing exactly what you want to do as an entrepreneur. Just successful people in general, right, should be added to your network. Because when you start looking at what makes them tick, what makes them make decisions, how do they react in, uh, you know, in, in certain types of moments, moments where they win big or where they're losing big, right? How they react and how they pivot and how they make decisions and get out of those situations. Those are the things that you want to be influenced by. Those are the things that you want to learn from, right? You know, look, there's um, tons of habits that, uh, that we could go through that, that I truly believe will help you. But one of the biggest ones and one of the most important ones is changing the people who are around you, changing your, your network, right? And I get it. Like I said earlier, it's tough, especially when you first start out because you kind of feel like you're on this little island by yourself. It's like, you want to be an entrepreneur, but everybody around you thinks you're stupid. Everybody around you thinks you're wasting time. Everybody around you thinks that, uh, you know, this, whatever it is you're trying to do, you're not going to accomplish. You'll always have the negative people. Very rarely do you have the positive people, but that should tell you right there that it's time to make a change. You see, because successful people will always lift you up. I never meet somebody who wants to be an entrepreneur and push them down and talk bad about what their goals are. In fact, um, I had my niece and nephew on the podcast um, just a couple of weeks ago, and it was interesting. My nephew is 14 years old, and he wants to go to MIT. So he wants to, I don't know what he wants to be. I forget. It's a space engineer. I don't know. Way over my head, right? Way too smart. Um, but it's interesting to listen to how other people's words can affect us. I asked him, I said, well, haven't seen him in a while. He lives uh, in Seattle, Washington, so he lives on the other side of the country. And I asked him, I said, well, what have you been up to? What have you been doing? You know, what are your, what, what, I always ask him, what are your goals? And he said, well, he, he really wanted to go to MIT, but somebody had recently told him, uh, sat him down and had a nice long chat with him and told him that, uh, that he wasn't going to go to MIT, that very few people get into MIT, uh, that it's really expensive, and that he really needed to set goals that were achievable, and that he needed to adjust his his goals. He's a 14-year-old kid, and they're, t- and they're already stealing his thunder, already telling him to set ceilings, right? And I immediately <laughs> said to myself, this is what's wrong with the world. This is what's wrong with, uh, with, with, with the world. It's that people, kids are being told to put ceilings on their dreams now, right? And what they want to achieve. And I think as adults, we have the same problem. We have people in our lives that tell us, you know, put this ceiling right here. You can't bust through that. You know, this is where you're at. This is where you've, this is what you've, you know, you went to school to, to do X, Y, or Z and you're here now. You can't just go recreate yourself and start over. But the reality is, is that you can. I spent, I don't know, eight years deciding I was going to to medical school, four years going through college, preparing for it, and then completely pivoted. And here I am talking about, you know, millionaire habits, right? Like you can pivot, you can change. It doesn't matter how much you've invested time, energy, money, whatever. Like if you feel like there's a higher ceiling for yourself, if you feel like you can get to a higher level, you can make that change. But it does require people in your life telling you that you can. Because when I was talking to my nephew, he's like, you know, now that I can't go to MIT because of this, this, and this, he's 14, already had his, his like lofty goals just ripped right from under him. And now he's, he's thinking about something else, 
right? Now, of course, you know me. I instantly told him, like, no, 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 no. You can go to MIT. Uncle Anthony will pay for it. We'll help you get in. Like, you can, if you're smart enough, if you put forth the effort, you put forth the time, we'll get you an MIT. Of course, I'm going to do what? Lift him up, even a 14-year-old kid. And that's my point. People who are successful and people who are entrepreneurs will always lift you up. Those that are not successful and those that are honestly jealous of the, the entrepreneurs who are willing to take that chance and and go out on that limb to do the things in life that they want to do they will always try to pull you down they will always try to take your dreams from you they will always try to stop you from overachieving because it will make them realize just how much they have underachieved in life that is the truth and so if you've got those people in your life you've got to get rid of them and you've got to surround yourself with people who will lift you up that is the number one habit of millionaires. And if you want to be successful and you want to make a change in your life, that is the number one thing that you should start working on right this moment. Listen, I hope that these three habits and uh, in in, in what we've talked about here on the podcast today will help you uh, in some way, shape, or form make some changes, identify some, uh, some, some things that you can maybe alter or change in your life that will help put you on the right path to being successful, becoming a millionaire, and living the life of your dreams. I'm Anthony Morrison. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Unlock Success Podcast, and we'll see you next week. 